The Browns lost their preseason finale 21-20 to the Chicago Bears. We are going to go through the film and player grades with John Costco from PFF and see if this team is indeed ready for week one in Carolina versus the Panthers. All that and more on your latest Locked On Browns. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, as mentioned earlier, Garrett Bush away. He'll be back in tomorrow here to get things rolling for you as we are now 13 days away from the Browns opener in Carolina against the Panthers. John Costco from PFF in the house. We are going to sit down, dissect a little bit here. Uh, thoughts from Saturday evening. We're going to get to you know where we feel this team is with 13 days away appreciate everybody who makes lockdown browns their first listen day in and day out whether it's on your favorite podcast app or of course now on youtube make sure you're following subscribe on youtube have those notifications on so the latest content drops to you guys directly um john saturday night i mean and you always try to say that preseason game you know kind of translate as a dress rehearsal if that was the dress rehearsal um, probably didn't go as well as cleveland was hoping um there were some you know several key aspects players that didn't play you know obviously this offense you know Lamar Cooper should be a big big part of it uh Joel Batonio didn't start Wyatt Teller out early looks like it's a little bit of a knee thing Browns are absolutely confident that there's no issues with either either he or Grant Delpit heading into week one um I was a proponent of Jacoby Brissett with all the newness John um playing a little bit more this preseason than he did um I know there's this theory out there where Jacoby Brissett is probably in a better position for the Browns this year when he, when he, as opposed to when he was with the Colts and the Andrew Luck retirement happened out of nowhere. Um, this he's kind of known he's going to be the starter for this team for a little bit. Um, but everything brand new and, you know, brand new one, number one wide receiver. I've only worked with him in practice. Um, some kids at the wide receiver position that you're still working in, Anthony Schwartz, of course. Um, how did it go? Because I, I got to be honest, it was a little stale. Um, but also keeping in mind that, you know, the three probably most important parts of this Browns offense between Cooper, Chubb, Hunt didn't participate. And I'm sure that hamstrings what this offense can do. But you were hoping for Brissett to at least be able to open things up a little bit as opposed to maybe just the dinking and dunking. Yeah, I think you said it right. Um you wanted to see him more. I, he's not a guy that's like an established starter in this league that you can say, yeah, we can, you know, we don't have to play him until week three in the preseason. I mean, Patrick Mahomes played uh, multiple games this preseason um, and he's obviously an established starter in this league. Josh Allen, same thing. So I think, I think the the decision to wait until game three to give him playing time in this preseason is probably a mistake. Just kind of get him out there and get a feel with the ones um, you know, for, for multiple weeks for every, every game essentially, because, uh, we saw what happened. It was, a, it was a bit rough. 
he wasn't terrible in this game. His grade was a 61 uh, passing grade in this, but you know, he was obviously hindered by some drops. The um, Anthony Schwartz getting just rocked on, on that slant and it ended up in it as an interception. It, he didn't get, you know, it's not a turnover really throw for him by any means. That's all on the receiver to, to maintain his feet. He ran a poor route there, but um, you know, there was, there was a third and two where he took an absolute, you know, he took a shot to 45 yards down the field to Schwartz and he overthrew it when he, you know, I mean, get the first down. Um, yeah, he was open. He, he did get open on that play. He, he missed them, but take an easier throw to, to move the sticks. You know, I think um, things like that can, can, you know, obviously help an offense when, when things aren't clicking. So for him, you know, he's, he's in a better position. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but uh, obviously the, the results that happened on the field weren't, weren't great. Uh, so, you know, here it is 13 days out, uh, you know, nothing now, but, you know, Jacoby Brissett getting ready to face, uh, you know, the Carolina Panthers. Um, yeah, you know, it's the elephant in the room. It's gotta be talked about. Um, I'll just continue to say this franchises do not give up on top three draft choices in year two. So anybody who's ready to pack Anthony Schwartz's bags for him. I got news for you guys. He's not going anywhere as of this point. He's going to get the opportunity to work this out, A, because the Browns kind of need him to. And if there was a quick fix, John, this is something they could have done to this point. Um, but David Bell stacks together three receptions for a second week in a row. Um, I think David Bell is starting – I think for what they wanted David Bell to be, for what they thought David Bell could be, I, I think that one's going to just hit the ground running. He's a guy who's very, very – Wide receiver savvy for someone just being a rookie. Um, you know, everybody wanted to talk about maybe the physical limit limitations as far as not being, you know, one of the world's greatest athletes. Um, but sometimes the mind will win a lot. And I think you see it and it kind of resonates pretty quickly with what David Bell can do on the field. Yeah, he had a good game in this one. And it was, um, you know, obviously he's the highest graded uh, offensive player for the Browns at an 82.9 for his receiving grade in this one. Um, you know, caught all three of his targets, 36 yards. He looks good. He knows how to get open uh, versus zones really well. And then when when he he can get open against single coverage because he is a good route runner. So he's he's got the ability to do all that. I know he did drop one pass this preseason, and, and you know I, I believe he you know everybody's talking about how he didn't drop a single pass in training camp and yada yada. But games are what matter. But he, you know, when you look at his tape from a, from college. You know, there's there's a juice element to his game that, that does lack, but you love everything else about it. He's a guy that can get, you know, win on contested catches. Um, he can – he has really good body control on the sidelines, um, and, he, and he, you know, he fights for every single yard and breaks tackles. So and I think he's shown that this preseason. And, uh, and you know, in this last game, he he broke a tackle and, um, you know, you know moved the chains for the, for the Browns offense. So – I think um, David Bell should probably see a, a good significant number of snaps. You you kind of hope that, um, you know, maybe he, he is shows more, you know, he becomes more athletic than what his combine was. And I think he, you know, you, he was successful in the big 10 um, and that's not, that's not easy by any means to, to do. So I think he's, you know, the, the lack of, um, you know, he's limited athletically, but I think he can work with that. And he's worked with that his whole life and has made it work. So, you know, you have to hope that he can do that at the NFL level. Um, And, you know, for anybody to add any, look, uh, look at what his stat lines were against the upper echelon. He wasn't beaten up on Rutgers in Illinois. Um, You know, schools like Ohio State, you know, had their hands full with David Bell. He, and 
when when Rondale Moore was on that team, he looked yep. better than Rondale Moore. Like that's that's he was the featured too. receiver, and Rondale Moore was kind of like the special sauce of that offense. There's no question about it. Um, John Anthony Schwartz, is it a mental game? Is it a you know where where is it for him? And you feel terrible for the kid. And I'm going to say it for the second week in a row, he's doing everything right, but the easiest part of the gig, which is catching the ball, but again, it's the most important part of the gig. Yeah, you know, you know, look at you look at the numbers. You know, he had, um, you know, four four drops, one one catch, five targets. Oh, sorry, that was Jamar Chase last preseason. Uh, Schwartz was five drops <laughs> on uh, twelve targets. So, um, you know, preseason really matters in terms of what this these guys are going to do in the uh, <laughs> the regular season for sure. Now, I mean, Anthony Schwartz is not Jamar Chase, and but I think it kind of writes home the point of. You can have a bad preseason. You can have a bad couple games. You, you know, it doesn't mean that you're a bust. Um, and, and I think that Schwartz is, has, you know, the talent and uh, to be able to be a, an effective deep threat. I think they're how they're utilizing him needs to kind of change. Um, I think they're thinking that he can be t- more than what he is. He's not a horizontally uh, type guy, a receiver. He needs to be a vertical, you know, basically, you know, you're talking goes corners, posts, that type of stuff down the field. Um, and sure, you have to mix in intermediate and short type stuff, but he's he's not a guy that can like move laterally side to side. He's got pretty tight hips when it comes to side to side type movements. So I think, um, you know, there's some some stuff to obviously to work with in terms of his uses there. Um, but he's got to get the obviously the drops issue fixed. Um, and it, it's not like he had a, you know, a 60% drop rate in college. He was a um, you know, he dropped, I think dropped about 10% of his, his catches during college, um, at Auburn, which is, you know, put, it's a little bit above average, but it's not like a terrible number. So he can catch the ball. He just has to get out of his own head right now. Oh, there's no question. Um, and way, way too talented of an athlete to be, you know, going through this, uh, and, you know, I, I think people have the bar probably set too high. Um, for what they think Anthony Schwartz is or what Anthony Schwartz could be. And, you know, certainly that's unfair. Um, but for this late in time, folks, he's, the Browns are not going to move on from him. That's just not the way this is going to work out um, for anybody who thinks that's the way this is going to be. Uh, I'm going to flip it up here. We're going to go uh, kick it over to the defensive side of the ball here, get some of John's thoughts. Um, and I guess, you know, kicker-wise, look, he's got a leg. Um, it's going to be nice that you can take some opportunities from north of 55 yards. Um, you know, certainly an, an element this team has not had in years past. So, Kate York, that one's certainly obviously looking like it's going to fit the part. You latest locked on Browns, Jeff Lloyd, joined by P, joined by PFS, John Costco. All right, guys, level with me. Over the last couple of years, anytime we've all been in a situation at some part in our lives where we're a little tight on cash, maybe you cannot afford to put. Uh, maybe you can only afford to put a few gallons of gas in your tank where you got another save the date and you're wondering how you're going to afford a gift. That's where Dave can help. Hindsight is 2020 and you can't change the past, but what if you can get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get $500 instantly with extra cash. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you without any hangups There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. 
Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member of the FDIC. Future you will thank you. John, we go now to the other side of the ball here, the defensive side of the ball. And again, good, you know, some of the top upper echelon players not taking part here. Um, chance to, you know, um, focus on the younger DBs. And these guys look like they're ready to go, even if maybe Justin Fields had a day against them uh, Saturday night. You know, without your elite pass rushers, you were unable to um, you provide, you know, much pass rush. Uh, so Justin Fields sliced and diced you. Um, anything on the defensive side of the ball early part of the game, John, that stood out? I mean, it's tough. It's tough when uh, you're you're kind of playing a vanilla type defense. Um, so you're not going to be, you know, a, a, you're playing a vanilla defense, and you don't have your top pass rushers and your top corners out there. So things things make it much easier for that quarterback to go through his progressions and find an open receiver and hit him. Um, you know, Greedy had a uh, a rough rep there, um, but like I think when it when it comes down to it, like this this defense kind of you know, you, you have, you're talking about, you're not having your superstars out there. Um, any defense is not going to uh, do, do real well. And I think if you're, you know, also if you're not like, they're not really game planning for things, you know, they're not, they might have a little bit of a game plan there to like, to, to, Hey, this is what we got to do to stop Justin Fields. No, they're, they're kind of going out there and saying, Hey, this is, we're just going to work on these today. And obviously it didn't look good for them working on what, whatever it was that they were working on. But um, I think from a, from an overall standpoint, when obviously, obviously, when you when you give up three three touchdowns uh, uh, in one half or whatever to Justin Fields, it's 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 bad, um, and you, you have some some issues on the back end that you you got to clean up, like like obviously with greedy getting getting beat on a on a play, and and I think uh, I think this defense is going to be perfectly fine though, and you have to also wonder how much they were you know these starters and you know like John Johnson out there and. Um, you know, he's, he's a, he's a veteran in his league. Yeah. You want him to, to maybe rally the troops a little bit better, but I think, I think they are fully just ready for this regular season to start and get week one, uh, ready, you know, here. And it's hard. It's much, much harder for a defense to play when you, I mean, you're talking multiple excellent players, not on the field. Oh, and I think the other thing, um, and maybe you see on this defensive side of the ball, you, you know, everybody's training camp is the same, but it feels like the Browns training camp has gone on for nine months um, because of the media circus and so many other things that's gone on. And I'm sure the players themselves, you know, it, can we just get rec- back to regular Tuesday, Wednesday, 30, get, get everybody out of here, just get the work in that we got to get work in, you know, in to be ready to go here. Um, again, to want to hit on you know, the defensive ends and the defensive tackle position. Chase Winovich, obviously not taking snap in the preseason. I don't see any way it helps his cause. Um, you know, Isaac Rochelle, he's a limited athlete. We get it. Um, and both of these guys might be fighting for a spot, you know, behind Isaiah Thomas and Alex Wright. So, you know, how does that play out? Um, the rookie Chris Sodom, unfortunately, the uh, XFL standout, um, blown out. Uh, ACL. So, um, you know, for him, it's, it's a year and maybe we'll see Chris Odom again next year in camp. Unfortunate. For yeah, him he looked, he looked good respect. this preseason. That's unfortunate. There was probably a chance somewhere. He would have gotten some playing time somewhere this year. Even if he started on a practice squad, there would have been injury somewhere where Chris Odom would have probably gotten some reps this year. So it's a tough flow for that kid. But how does yeah, it shake out here the rest of that room? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. I believe he was actually the highest graded 
defensive player this preseason for the Browns. Maybe not, maybe not, but he was, he was, he looked good. I'm just, I'm you know, from the whole preseason, he, he graded well. Um, yeah. So for the defensive end room, you know, I think, I think Isaac Rochelle might, might be making the team here. Um, he started, um, and you know, you're talking about obviously starting without, you know, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney out there and Chase Winovich being hurt, but that's kind of does kind of paint a picture of like where they kind of see him on the depth chart at the point, at that point in time. Um, so I think, I think there's something there that they, they like with him. Um, you know, he's got good size. He's probably somebody that they think that might be, maybe you can move in inside and outside with, you know, being at 280, 80 plus pounds. Um, so I think, I think, um, you know, for, for the, that end room, you know, obviously you're getting, uh, miles and, and Jadavian and, and chase, which un- it's unfortunate we need to see him play there. Um, uh, but Alex Wright is definitely going to be in a mix um of, of getting some playing time i think you saw uh you know with him starting as well kind of where they where they see him he's got a lot of raw talent and, yep. and definitely needs to develop um there's there's things that i think you know week one to to week two was a lot was a big improvement and I, you know i think he still maintained some good good play in this last game here um you know his grade of a 71 is was you know really good you know you know he's maintained that you know, that you know, low seventies grade from last week. So um, I think for, for this room, the depth behind miles and Jadavion is still pretty strong. And I think you got guys that are going to, you know, you got young guys that can develop and don't need to be forced into that, that, you know, big time roles early on. Um, and they got a good rotation there. Defensive tackle, John, uh, anything, uh, any, any signs here? Um of you know possible improvement uh i mean so in this game you know jordan elliott and Taven bryan's you know their their grades were 60 60.5 and 57.9 which is much better than like the the 30s and 40s that we've seen from the defensive tackles so uh you know there's there's signs of of that unfortunately you got guys like tommy togiai who had a 33.1 perry on winfrey with a 43.3 um it's it's rough. It is, it is rough that they, I think they're, they're relying on Taven Bryan to, to kind of hold that down and be at least good enough against the run to, uh, and, and a good enough, you know, push. Imagine saying that to yourself. Them. Imagine saying that to yourself. We're counting on Taven Bryan to hold that room down. It's, it's rough because these guys like Jordan, like Jordan, Elliott, we loved him coming out of college because, you know, he graded, he graded extremely well and he, he, you know, he beat up on, on SEC offensive linemen, but, so far that you know in, in his NFL, you know, it's obviously a short NFL career and everything, but it just hasn't hasn't shown um yet. And you're talking about in this preseason, his grade was a 53.5. Um, you know, it, it you talk about last year, he just didn't it just didn't didn't play very well as a 41.6. So we need we need to see some every three year three is a big thing for a lot, you know, offensive and defensive linemen, and, and and we need to see it from him this year. And if you don't if you don't perform, and this is another thing with a third rounder, like you guys, you know, when you when you say, "Hey, we got to cut this guy after two years," and it doesn't happen, you need to give these guys. And they, this regime also knows this. I'm, I have to assume they want to see three years from these draft picks before they say, "No, nope, we got to cut bait," because it it there is a a learning curve when it comes from going to college, the NFL, and a lot of players need time to develop. Look at like look at Emmanuel Ogba; he's one of the top defensive ends in the NFL now. 
it just took time for him to get there. He showed the the ability in college, and we saw that you know from a grade and production standpoint. Now he's playing with the Miami Dolphins and and thriving there. So it takes time, and you have to hope that uh, these guys figure it out. Obviously, in before before too long. Um, DeAnthony Bell, undrafted free agent, obviously older guy. Um, the ability to make plays, uh, two forced fumbles over the summer. Um, this is a guy, I, I don't know where necessarily the Browns would use him. And when I was talking with Pete Smith the other day, Pete said, well, at this point, maybe just put another 10 pounds on him and call him what he is, a linebacker. Um, but a guy like this, you know, going to play special teams you know, with the age. It sh- you know, when we talked about this last week, if you're going to be that age as a rookie, the advantage of it, it better look like it. You know, you should be one of the smartest guys on the field when you're playing with the third string. And he certainly has been that to this point. Um, there's a couple of linebackers, maybe Dakota Allen, that could vie for this last spot to play special teams. But a player like the Anthony Bell certainly made a strong case for himself this summer. Yeah, you know, I think I think the his, the one point that you know you'd say that you know is is rough for him maybe was that he missed uh, a handful of tackles. Uh, but you're talking about a guy that was uh, had a nose for the ball. Uh, you know, obviously for a couple forced a couple of miss, uh, fumbles um, and was you know, really active and around, around the, uh, the plays, uh, you know, every play or whatever. So his grade this season, this preseason is a 63.5. It it's tough to, you know, if, you know, he, he didn't, you know, the force fumbles help the missed tackles kind of bring that back down. Um, and then, you know, he's only targeted four times this preseason, you know, three catches for 20 yards, um, which obviously is not a lot at all, uh, just 6.7 yards per reception. So I think, I think he, you know, from, from that perspective, you, you like what you've seen, um out of the guy from west florida and they you know he might make he might make it as a special teamer um i never look at special teams grades so i could <laughs> i could take a look to see if, if there's anything there I, you know he graded at a 43.1 in the special teams which is not great obviously um but i think if you like what you see from the guy and you can bring him into the box and also you're you're, you're looking you're looking for guys to eventually replace uh, Ronnie Harrison, because Ronnie Harrison's going to start from this year. And I think, you know, what you got in Ronnie Harrison and, and it's going to be like, you know, at, at best an average safety. And um, there's going to be a, a lot of plays where he leaves out on the field, you know, with, with mistakes and, and bust. So they're trying to find that, that third safety to, to play behind him. And, you know, maybe they, they, they are going to keep him around to, to eventually replace him. Like, you know, they drafted Richard LeConte, I, I believe to do that as well. Um, he hasn't shown much this preseason, too. I mean, I'd say Anthony Bell's outperformed Richard LeCount. There's a there's a play uh, that it was a second. It was a second. It was I can't remember who the quarterback was. It wasn't Fields, but there was a there was a deep out or a deep corner route where I don't know what Richard LeCount was doing, but he was just kind of like seeing what was going on in the backfield. And, you know, it was overthrown, it was, it, but it could have gone for a touchdown or at least a, a you know 30, 40 yard gain. So, um, you know, that you don't want that type of mistake from your safeties. You just can't have it. So I think D'Anthony Bell, there, there's, there, there could be something there and he might, he might make that, that, uh, you know, that final 53. All right. Uh, we're going to get some just final, you know, preseason thoughts, training camp thoughts here from John Costco as the Browns are turning the page to the 2022 regular season. Stick around here. Jeff Lloyd joined by John Costco on your latest locked on Browns. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. 
Bet Online continues to be the top online recess for all, resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting scores and podcasts, they have you covered. Head on, head on over to Bet Online today. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every single day, uh, whether again on your favorite podcast platform or, of course, I'll, uh, now on YouTube. Uh, make sure you follow and subscribe on YouTube. Have those subscription, uh, have the notifications on. So, of course, the latest content gets delivered to you immediately. John, I think the final whistle Saturday night as that team walked off the field. Uh, you know, for anybody who doesn't feel that great about this team headed into week one, I think that's fair for anybody who maybe had their hopes up about this team, but maybe changed their tune a little bit. I think that's fair. Um, but again, you know, some key components of what, you know, this Browns offense is based on and, and what is the best parts of this offense, you know, didn't play, but you know, 13 days away, um, I'm not sure that this team looked as ready to go into Carolina and walk out with this much, much needed week one victory that I think maybe some folks felt was such a slam dunk. Yeah. I'll I'll also say though, that uh, in uh, last year, that last preseason game, the Browns looked great and, you know, especially Mm -hmm. the first team offense and stuff like that. And we just kind of saw what happened through that the rest of the year. Yeah. Week one looked really good um, up until they, you know, the final drive. Um, and then we too looked good. And, and obviously there's, there's obviously reasons for, for what happened during the season and stuff. But um, I think, I think preseason people it's preseason. You have no idea for one, what the team is, is specifically working on that specific day when it comes to that, um, that game. And, you know, I, I think we've seen it before with like, like even, even Peyton Manning and, and preseasons in the past or, you know, obviously I'm not going to compare Peyton Manning to any of the quarterbacks that the Browns have. <laughs> Peyton Manning's a top, like a top three quarterback of all time. But the thing is, like, it still can look bad at times in preseason. We've seen that from from any quarterback, um, you know, and I, 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 I just don't think there's, from a preseason standpoint, yeah, I think what you look at, too, how the rest of the team looked after the starters came out. And it looked really good. It actually looked really solid. I think the depth on this team is really – really strong and i think that that matters um because i think what you when you look at you know especially especially the the bears versus the bears depth um you know that they had a a big time comeback in this game so i think um you just take stuff from a preseason with a grain of salt yeah you'd like them to look good but uh the team that went 0-16 also went undefeated in the preseason so i mean it's that you know that's basically that's basically my thoughts on it and i i I, there's a little bit of concern i I, it didn't look good and so that doesn't that doesn't sit well but you also have to understand that not all the starters were playing so yeah with you know obviously you're going to take everything with a grain of salt and i think part of it also maybe comes down to the way you we feel that we would have maybe you know handled or manipulated the playing time um you know, and then just seeing the one outing from Jacoby Brissett. And, you know, keep in mind, you know, there was positive reviews out of Eagles practices when they had the joint practices of Jacoby's play, Jacoby's play there. Um, John, for is there anything more important than maybe Jacoby Brissett playing a level above himself for this team to have success during this first 11 games? Yeah, I th- you know, I last, so his, his career grade has been like a mid-60s. 
And you want him to be better than that, obviously. Last year, he did show that he was better than that, um, even though they went two and four in his his you know starts. That Miami Dolphins team wasn't wasn't great. They had an awful offensive line. Um, they basically had they had they had some good weapons, and you know Mike Kosecki and and uh, uh, Waddle, whatever his first name is. But um, uh, I think that Jalen Waddle. There we go. I think that like as a rookie that for that guy the first six games or whatever he's playing out there, he's not going to, you know, he's trying to figure out the NFL for one thing, but Jacoby Brissett needs to play at that mid seventies level. I would say for the Browns to have good shots in surpassing, like say what their expectations would be for the first 11 games, because the addition of those five extra games where Deshaun Watson is suspended is are huge because I think you could have reasonably said that the Browns go into, into week seven with a three and three record, but the next five games are against the Bengals, Ravens, Bucks, Bills, and Dolphins. And you're like, you're thinking with those games, you're like, maybe even with they the, win. even with Deshaun Watson, that was a that's a brutal stretch, brutal stretch. And you're like, maybe they win one game with Jacoby Brissett in those games, and you you hope that the, he kind of squeaks out, you know, a, an additional win in there. Like going two and three during that stretch would be an absolute win for them. So you have to hope in the first six games that you can be maybe squeak out for a four and two record um and then you know when deshaun watson comes back you have a fighting chance to get into the playoffs but um i mean in my mind you know if you just kind of look at it critically or whatever just like all right what are the chances they win this game versus that game I, you know i'm looking at them as a four and seven in the first 11 games so jacoby percent that's going to be on on jacoby percent's you know shoulders to to be better than that and you have to hope that he is and I think at this point, um, you, know, you, you know what you're going to get out of the running game. But the point is, is, you know, even if they run the ball well for, you know, whatever games, first half, first quarter, it's going to be nine in the box. And then it's all going to come down to, uh, obviously, you know, what Jacoby Brissett and his receiving core and tight ends can get done because nobody's going to let the Cleveland Browns just run all over them. It's, you know, we saw it last year. It's not going to be done this year. People aren't going to lose games in that fashion, in that style. It's just, it's the NFL. Uh, you got one, you got a one trick and teams are going to call you on it. He is John Costco from PFF. Uh, always appreciate getting, uh, getting John in here, you know, uh, after the fact, basically getting through the film here, uh, digging a little deeper into it. So always thankful for John at his time. Make sure you're checking everything out at PFF. Make sure you're following at John Costco three uh, show itself at lockdown Browns, follow back account. DMS are open. Me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, throw a follow over there. Um, everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every day, whether it's in podcast form or, of course, now on YouTube. Make sure you're following, subscribed. Um, you know, on YouTube, have those notifications on. So as soon as something new drops, it's right in your ears. Um, appreciate everybody. Um, you know, for me, this is going to be 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20 my sixth season of full Browns coverage. Um, it's amazing that it's gone by this quickly. Um, but looking forward to it. Obviously, in every season's different. Um, certainly the way this one's going to break down, um, you know, probably he's going to end the season with some positive thoughts. We'll see if maybe the way the beginning of this season starts here, um, as we go to the 11 games of what should be the Joe Jacoby Brissett career yeah, with the Cleveland Browns, um, bigger, better things at the quarterback position as far as a player are headed there way um that's all here for today like i said garrett bush will be back in tomorrow um get a little deeper here as we start to uh t- turn the page full-time to carolina on september 11th 
one o'clock when the Browns travel to Carolina to play the Panthers. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.